0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Be Your
1: Own Bank podcast. It's that time of the week, the weekly roundup. Hey, guys, good to see you again. Um, We just came off last week talking about the congressional hearing. Um, I'm going to kind of start there. Sure. Uh, We read today that uh, Senator Loomis is actually planning on creating a comprehensive... Crypto bill to to target regulations to target clarity in those regulations and um, yeah I think that's really interesting she's really outspoken about it she actually was very transparent too that she has this past October invested between fifty and one hundred thousand dollars into various cryptos so she's invested she's not trying to hide that and. She's really actively working to come up with these regulations that will will help the industry.
0: See, and I think that's really interesting that she was so forthcoming with that information that she is invested in Bitcoin because you don't see that a lot, right? The transparency, right, that we talk about all the time doesn't exist in our political system for the most part. You know, if, if this senator was in the back pocket of the coal industry or the pharmaceutical companies, you think she'd be like, oh yeah, by the way, I got all this pharmaceutical stock. Hell no, no way. So I think that is great that, you know, it's not, there's not this
1: taboo and there's not this special interest of Bitcoin, this Bitcoin special interests. Whoa, nope. No. And and it also shows that, hey, you know what? Not only am I invested in it, but I want to, I want to provide regulations that I'm going to have to be accountable for as well. Um, So I just think that's all above board. Uh, We really aren't seeing that many senators, Congress people that are really opposed to yeah. to the industry aside from Elizabeth Warren. Which is, I mean, and I, I like Elizabeth Warren on a lot of things, but she's wrong on this
0: one, you know? And I think she's just mostly using the talking points that everybody's using all the time, the, you know, consumption and all that. Environmental costs and like, cost yeah, of mining. And I get it, but yet like, come on, like, get informed on it, this. Yeah, thing. it
1: shows a lack of, of education in the field, whereas those who have done their research tend to be more strong proponents for it Well, and and just want the regulation. It's
0: hilarious because it really is borderless in the sense of of politics too, right? It's like, it's it's bipartisan. The support is bipartisan. And I think, you know, the idea that this, I believe, I mean, hopefully, knock on wood, this passes, which in whatever iteration that comes up right away, I think um, Loomis' ideas are, are on point for sure based
1: on the, the congressional hearing. So well, it, and she's also asking for the collaboration between the CFTC and the, right. the Securities and Exchange Commission, which I, I think their partnership, like they said in the congressional hearing, um, what was it, Freedom... Banks Friedman? Uh, Bankman Fried. Bankman Fried. He, he had stated that we need those two governmental groups to work together in terms of regulation for this.
0: Yeah, I, it's, it's exciting. I mean, the sooner the better, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what it seems like we're we're working towards Elizabeth, we're here to help. If you would like to learn more about crypto. And subscribe. <laughs> and like <laughs> and subscribe to the BitBros on YouTube. But continuing with this sort of, governmental interaction with crypto, we have to turn to Russia. So Russia is in the process creating their own central bank digital currency, the the digital ruble. Ruble. Right. Um, and I think it's just interesting to point out that a lot of these um, authoritarian governments tend to be against their people utilizing cryptocurrencies right. but they they totally see the benefit of blockchain.
0: Yeah, they don't want the decentralized nature of crypto and what the benefits are to the, you know, the poorest of the people of their country. Because then they can't control them, right? But they absolutely—that was so funny because it's just like we don't support cryptocurrencies, but hey, check out this uh, this cryptocurrencies that we are making, you know? <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah. So they're—I <laughs> I think they're in the process of regulating, but also trying to ban that ability for the individual to m- move their their Russian currency into like exchanges. So it, yeah. it, the ease of access is a lot harder for the individual, but. But if you want to use their their version. Yeah. No, and, and yeah. that's and that's the point
0: too, is that they're they have an interest in the future, but yep. their interest hasn't changed on how they're treating the the people in their country because they want that control and they want to be able to to tell you where you can spend your money. And there's not uh you know, the Russian stock market isn't offering ETFs with, with Bitcoin and Ethereum you know so it's that's why we have this great opportunity as the united states to be first to be best it's that we just have to regulate it and we have to make the dollar the strongest component of that because all of these stable coins are are backed by the dollar the the sooner they can become regulated the better
1: chance we have to you know to be competitive be competitive well and it is a crypto space race India is working on their central bank digital currency. They're working on regulations. Um, all these different countries, China, um, are working on, on progressing their economy utilizing blockchain. So we, we have to be next. We have to stay competitive. Um, speaking of competition, Coinbase is partnering with in this system called Infusion to make it easier for institutions to invest in crypto. Institutional investors, when we talk about institutional investors, we mean large banks,
0: uh, organizations with lots of money who are spending and investing on behalf
1: of clients or members who are moving markets sometimes, Um, the whales. Right. And the risk of that, of course, is more market manipulation. But I mean, it's also kind of a call to action to get involved, start investing what you're willing to lose, and potentially you can be brought up by these institutions that are going to keep pouring money into this.
0: Right, right. And if they're making money, then you're making money. So yeah, you're riding on me. the
1: backs of giants for sure. Right. Next, we want to talk about security, 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 security. It's always important in any sort of new system, financial or whatever. Um, we just found out that GoDaddy, we were talking about GoDaddy last week. GoDaddy yeah. got had a security breach um, 1.2 million emails were compromised, um, wow. specifically with WordPress. And GoDaddy's been targeted multiple times. They they support over 5 million websites and over 35,000 servers. So again, I, I just, I, I can't stress enough that this is just another reason why blockchain is better. Yeah, absolutely. We have a central very powerful company that has all of these accounts and they're an easy target. And if if they can get the main account, then they have access to all this personal information. And uh, the CEO was saying that they've, they of course, locked out and changed their passwords, yeah. but... Um, it's already I, out. I think the Cat's the, the six, out of the bag. Six, oh, that's what it was. So last year, 61% of data breaches are... Based on unauthorized credentials, so basically they're saying they were able to, you know, pretend to be somebody um, and get into these accounts. Their solution is focusing more on biometrics on on things that you can't you can't fake or pretend. You can't pretend to have someone's yeah biometrics fingerprint fingerprint. or eye scan, eye scan, right? right? But I I would take it a step further and say, what about Web three? Right? So we've got We've got unstoppable domains where you actually own your domain. So instead of having it all hosted in one s- space where, you know, it's an easy target. And if it is targeted, they have access to all this information. Yeah. Now everyone owns their own thing. Yep. And then, you know, WordPress sure is a third-party application that's very needed for developing websites and stuff. Um you could just have that as another decentralized application that interfaces with your individual account. So if if one person gets attacked, they're only getting a small amount of information versus all of everybody's information. Is
0: that we're relying on these gatekeepers who aren't even giving us ownership, and yet they own all of our data. Yeah. And if they get hacked, then we get hacked. And then where's the repercussions on that? There typically isn't. They were talking about the... Experian. Yep, the Equifax, you know, the the hack that happened, and at, at this testimony, they talked about um, Brooks was saying they didn't even know how bad it was. Like they found out about it, and then in subsequent weeks, it it just got that much worse. And once you once that happens, like what do you do when Facebook gets hacked? When all these giant conglomerates get hacked, what are you supposed to do? And the answer is nothing. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. The only thing you can do is get on the
1: security of the blockchain. Or change your password again for the third time. Third, <laughs> but even then, I mean, yeah. So another reason why blockchain is is good, and another example of how um, a central store of of information is very vulnerable to thievery, right? Um, shenanigans. Shenanigans. So I wanted to do something a little different i want to talk about a cryptocurrency that i'm excited about ooh do tell yeah um and that that currency is polygon oh sure formerly matic now polygon started in 2017 by um three individuals from india three it gurus and um it has blown up over the last you know few years here but recently in the last couple weeks even though the market's down it's been it's been going gangbusters. Yep. So, what is it? Basically, what it is is it is a a cryptocurrency that's built on top of Ethereum to make Ethereum more efficient, make Ethereum um, cheaper, essentially to to trade and, and take away some of the load that Ethereum has. So, Ethereum, which I'm I'm a huge fan of, I disclaimer, um, <laughs> can only process twenty transactions a second, whereas Polygon. Can get up to sixty-five thousand transactions a second per second per second. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And it essentially ties all these other different blockchains to Ethereum. It's called a side chain. Yeah. Okay. And it works in tandem with Ethereum to yeah make it more efficient. So it's working on top of it's it's another layer of Ethereum. It's, yeah. Basically. They call it layer two okay. technology. Yeah. It's another layer of Ethereum. Um, but it acts as its own blockchain. Okay, um, and it is proof of stake, which is where Ethereum's going. Anyways, point my point is, is it is growing so quickly that now Uniswap has announced that it's going to be moving its platform from Ethereum to Polygon. Still, basically Ethereum though. And Uniswap is the number one decentralized exchange platform right number one, I would say I, I believe it is the number one it swapping is. platform yeah yep, yeah yep 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 um, so many many millions of dollars worth of transactions going on at any given time and polygon is now going to be the facilitator because for- typically up until now up
0: until the new partnership, you were paying with ethereum gas fees, which is why everybody gets up so upset of why nFTs are so expensive to just to get. Yeah. is because you have to pay these fees because the Ethereum blockchain only does 20 transactions per second so you got to wait in
1: line or you got to pay a little bit more Not only get- you're waiting in line you're actually competing to be at the front of the line so if you pay more Yeah you you can move yourself to the front got of the line it. and prioritize your transaction but that's not a sustainable way no. to do business um, and so Ethereum sure is going to get to that point of scalability with its 2.0 update that's the hope but Polygon has got Got there now. Yeah. Um, and so, this partner with Uniswap is huge. Right. Because, because it's such a, a, a widely used swapping platform, um, now instead of $20 a transaction or more, you're going to be paying pennies. Yeah. On Polygon, because you're going to be utilizing their, their token, still with Ethereum's basic infrastructure, but way more efficient, way more cost-effective. And on top of that, Polygon also is partnered with Unstoppable Domains. Oh. So they're branching out, integrating all these different platforms, but also still working with Ethereum. So the the goal, I think the overall project goal, is to create this, this huge network of interoperability that is seamless, but also user friendly, right. Well, and less expensive. less expensive, yeah. I mean
0: that's the number one thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like that's why the stellar CEO saying that each transaction mm-hmm. takes three to five seconds and they can do a hundred thousand transactions for less than a penny, that's huge. Yeah. that's what we're talking about. yeah. And you know, ease of use, time. all of these things are are made easier by these newer you know development projects and especially if it's on a tried and true blockchain yeah it's not
1: reinventing the wheel right yeah they're just expanding upon the process making it better
0: yep and utilizing that open source material Mm -hmm.
1: to make the whole system work more efficiently yeah so i would say again not a licensed financial advisor but definitely take a look into polygon because it has a lot of staying power and I mean, their partnerships are not to be denied. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's the roundup. All right, let's take a look at these charts. All right, let's take a look at
0: Bitcoin. Right now, we are at almost 51,000. You can see we talked about this support last week, the 200-day moving average in purple, right in that 46, 47 range. We've held that, and now it looks like we are continuing to go higher. We've had this resistance turned support line for the last nine months, it's been intact and it looks to be bouncing off. So 52 I would say is a safer bet if we can make it to 52. The only thing that we're looking out for now would be this potential head and shoulders formation on the Bitcoin chart. You can see the left shoulder over here, the head and then the right shoulder, which could top out on or before 60K. So 60 might be a nice opportunity to take a little bit of profit, just in case. If we do break below this head and shoulders pattern, if it does come up to the 60, retraces back down to 53-ish, then we'd be looking back down about 25K. Because what you do is you draw the line from the top of the head to the bottom neckline, And then I will take that and 24.9. That's where we would head potentially if this head and shoulders formation broke. All right, let's take a look at our dollar cost averaging for this week. Zilliqa. Zilliqa is a transactions blockchain. It looks to be bouncing off the bottom. It's a good buy opportunity. Next, Omis Go. This has crashed a bit. Once again, starting to bounce. And lastly, we talked about it, Uniswap. Because we just talked about its partnership with Polygon, that's going to make it more efficient, cheaper transactions. It's bouncing off the lower levels. Could be a good buying opportunity. That's it for the charts, gang. Once again, we are the Bit Bros. We are not licensed financial advisors. Please do your own research and only risk what you're willing to lose. We'll see you next week.
1: See you next week. Thanks for tuning in.